<laughs> there we go. We are live. Hello, Hello. everybody. Hi. Uh, welcome to a uh, time of the week where we always talk watches and occasionally drink wine. We got I'm it back right from the week. wine today. Cheers. Oh, I'm on the water. Yeah, I'm Sam. On the water. <laughs> <Sorry>. oh, absolute <laughs> letdown. Did we run out this week or? I got this. I got this weekend, so I was I was prepared. Did did You're someone right. drink too much last night? No, I didn't. Yeah. I actually um I haven't drunk for like oh yeah a couple of weeks a couple of days. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> really bad. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I had no, I had like a few glasses Saturday. I was like, you know, what, I'm just gonna try maybe not and just see how that goes. I yeah. How's that going? Yeah, I did drunk last week. Yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> really healthy. <laughs> okay. I probably, yeah, I'll probably get a drink tomorrow. But we'll see. Um, anyways, yeah, Sam, you're not drinking yet. Yeah, no, I thought not you yet. promised. I thought you promised this week. Not yet. I am. I am later. I am uh, at my my parents' house in California, and I bought a bottle of wine today. I went to the grocery store, and I was like, I bought a bottle of wine, guys. It's gonna be a good dinner. Can, can you can you can you tell people watching what you told us in the chat the other week about when you went to go and get some wine? Yes! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I I I think it was like last Saturday. I got off work late, and I was like, you know what? I had a great day at work. I think I deserve a glass of wine. And I went into my cabinet where I always have it, and it was gone. And I looked at my roommate, and I was like, Hey, did you guys move my wine bottle? And they're like no no we didn't and I was like did we did we did we drink it and they're like um um I don't know and I'm like you freaking don't lie about it I know just tell me like it I'd rather know than just be like surprised like I did when I got home and was like oh I don't have anything to drink that's nice but you could have gone out and got some like if you had have known true i know i know yeah it was like 11 30 at night and i was like i really don't want to go out again yeah right so it was disappointing but now i got my eye on them yeah yeah next time they have a bottle of wine yeah Yeah. be like oh was this yours (laughs) my bad or or, or next time or, or leave leave one of the trap and then just kind of maybe add something else it. Yeah. <laughs> we're, talking about just, we're talking about just stealing bottles of wine back. Sam's like, dose them. Poison them. <laughs> Spike it a little bit. Yeah. I yeah. like it. That's a message out there for back. anyone who wants to steal wine from me. Yeah, I know. Watch, watching you. Yeah. I always remember growing up, like my mum used to drink um WK, WKDs, I think. Um, and, she, and she used to have a bottle of vodka. And my brothers used to drink it and then top it up with tap water. Ah, <gasps> cheeky. So oh, they'd have bad. some and then top it back up and then have some and top it back that's up again. It used to be that's like so bad. Or water. Yeah. Wow. Not so good. good I was never a sneaky kid like that. No. No. <laughs> no. I was, I was, I think I was just a little too scared to do that. But at the yeah. same time, like my parents weren't like really. Like, don't ever drink it's bad yeah <laughs> so yeah. they were like if you're gonna do it just just be safe that's all yeah I didn't, I didn't like anything that they had like mm. I think mum had archers which I could probably did end up drinking at some point archers and lemonade um mm. uh, uh oh, along, and then, then it moved on to Malibu and Coke 
um oh, these are like gateway yeah. alcohols i think yeah um yeah, so yeah, yeah. They, they used to drink alcohol pops and then obviously they never really had bad things but yeah WKD. bacardi breezer <gasps> bacardi breezer yeah oh so sugary Ooch. yeah um anywho shall yeah. we bring on our guest absolutely yes. so we have excited. the very very lovely um sarah ferguson from Lion and Turnbull, aka at her watches. Um, if I click a button here, da da, you appear oh, on the screen. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How's Thanks it for going? The crazy gang. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm good. Great. Good, good, good. Do you want to start um, us off with the wrist check? Oh yeah, we should probably do that soon, shouldn't we? Yep. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll get halfway through. <laughs> Come on then, Sarah. As a guest, what are you wearing? I've got my chronograph suisse on. I did wonder if I should put something else on, but then I just, I, it's my favourite watch and it, and yeah, nothing else compares. So, yep, it's on. It's uh, not working, but I've got a phone for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. Is it just, just not working yeah, at I, all or just not working well? Um, it goes for a while. I'm, I'm just, mm. I'm almost afraid to ask what's wrong with it. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, there's a few, there's a few like that. So they look good, um, but I, I suppose yeah, I should really, I should get them checked out. But yeah, lockdown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think mine just... was like that last week. The little Timex. It sort of it works on your wrist. Um, mm. It's hand wound. It's not auto, but you take it off yeah. and it just doesn't like it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. High maintenance yeah. watches. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. We love yeah. them. <laughs> I do. I do do that often. I put a watch on. And don't even think about the like setting the time or the date on it. As long as like it's on my wrist, it looks pretty. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I put it on. I'm like, oh, I'll set it later, and then it'll be like the afternoon. I'm like, oh, I still haven't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I haven't set it. Not good. <laughs> um, Lucy, did you go vintage as well? I didn't. So I did a very tactical watch change. Um, as someone reminded me, it was St Paddy's Day. Um, and I have gone for the uh, Timex Marlin, the green dial. Uh, it's actually a much better green than this webcam is suggesting. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a really there. beautiful, like, sunburst green. But mm-hmm. Yeah, the pictures you take of it, it just really shines. It's nice. Beautiful yeah. in the sun. Definitely beautiful in the sun. I can't wait to take pictures in the summer. You know, yeah. in the sunshine. Um, yeah, okay. so that's me. What about you guys? Sam? Sure. I'm wearing my, I don't have a green watch, uh, which is kind of disappointing, but I am wearing my red Seiko Presage on a gray strap. Changed it out a little bit different. I like it on gray. I wish it was a little bit lighter gray. I need a lighter gray strap. So if anybody has any suggestions, uh, message me. That um, uh, little um, uh, white dial Amiga that I posted on my Instagram, that was on a B&R Bands uh, hmm. suede NATO, uh, not okay. NATO, grey strap. That was really nice. Okay. Yeah, I got to look into it. Yeah, because okay. it's, it's you can't tell in, in this uh, lighting, but it's a little dark. So it mm. it's okay. It works, but it's not I, – I think something lighter will look better. Um, so, yeah, I'll look into that. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Good watch. Um, I went vintage, and I got my little – but yeah I, I need to swap the strap over this is my winter burgundy winter strap um and i'll put the the tan one on it i think it's pretty cool seasonal yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I love that dial yeah. so much. Yeah. yeah. It's gorgeous. So good. Yeah. I do too. Um, Sarah, do you have a drink handy as well? Yep. I saw my husband's cider because I, I don't really drink. I like tea. <laughs> don't know who that could have been no. <laughs> please don't make me drink alone <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean I'm sure you it wouldn't you wouldn't have been frowned upon for actually drinking tea by most people so no. yeah. I, don't, I drink a lot of time tea. you're on <laughs> I thought I could sit down and put it in a glass and then you might think it was like Bailey's or something. But yeah. Yeah, good chat. Yeah, that could have worked. I did yeah. I did drink um wine from a Scottish Watchers mug before. Mm. So Yeah. Yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah. <laughs> I should try that at I should try that at work. <laughs> I need to get a Scottish Watchers mug actually. I, need to, I know, yeah. I want one too. Hey. Hey. Rick and yeah, Ricky. We, should, we should be or we just get our own time of the week mugs made. Yeah. oh my god we should definitely do that right yeah okay yeah that's happening okay done new venture um, guys yeah I'm yeah making um we've got some people in the chat already i should say hello them. uh oh god it's gone quite quickly mark wheeler uh time to loom lydia winters hello ah, hello um, mark wifey's watches Wifey's watches is there. Wifey's watches here. Uh, Pete Sloan, have I missed anyone? And Julian uh, booked his first first vaccination for Saturday. Good. Julian. They're really powering them through, powering through them here. Yeah, yeah. Um, doing all right. I think I'm probably bottom of the list. All we're we're down. <laughs> I think we're all yeah. I think we're all bottom yeah. of the list. Yeah. The but the end is is in sight it is there yes. there's, yeah. there's a date That's... we're sort of working towards it just hoping i'm hoping yeah yeah i'm hoping summer is going to be actually fun and that i could actually go out and do something other than <laughs> stay inside like i did all last year <laughs> yes yes travel around a little bit yeah um we can invade glasgow sarah you can come down to london <laughs> Yes, one hundred percent. Yes, one hundred percent. I've already like said as soon as I'm coming over, uh, as, as soon as we're allowed, I'm coming up and um, you're taking me to the market. Yeah, I always forget the name of it. The Barras. Yeah, the So is it completely closed down with um, lockdown? I assume so. Uh, I don't actually know, but uh, that's terrible. But I think it is because it's got a lot of and it's got a big indoor section as well. So I'll need to find that out. Yeah, definitely worth a visit. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Um, I was going to. Well, I was going to sort of. I just wanted to dive in. I'll ask Sarah like so many things. But <laughs> did we want to touch on a few bits of news first of all? And then, um, yes, yeah, before the interrogation <laughs> starts. Yeah, I'm like, just like, like yeah, I was like, I was like, I'm right, I've got down one or two questions, and I just got like a page. Carried <laughs> so, um, away. Yeah, so what news have we got? So we obviously have to talk about it is the elephant that is the in the watch room, I think. <laughs> With um, the bright blue dial. One, <laughs> one, one of. The bright blue elephant, yes. yes. Mm. So, <laughs> the there we go. 
Doctor. The new Doctor range. So there's a lot of mixed reviews going on with these at the moment. Yeah. Um, have you got? Have you guys caught up with them at all? I just caught a few things in a few chats that people weren't so happy with the pricing on it. Mm-hmm. That was that yeah. kind of the the thing behind it. Um, yeah I think so I mean I think they're really cool like to look at them aesthetically I think they're really cool is it it your cup of tea Sarah or or not I love Doxa but I just couldn't have anything but the vintage one on that grains of rice bracelet that's what it is for me and I that's just that's my perspective um I kind of I really like that they they brought out those colours in that range. Um, I don't know if I like the overly coordinated strap dial thing. I don't know. I don't know if that yeah. makes it less wearable. Um, yeah. But it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But it it's the orange. Yeah. I I just yeah that would be it for me. And then if I had that one, then I wouldn't pick to wear any of the other ones. If you know what I mean. But um, mm-hmm. no, I'm a I'm a big fan. But more the vintage. Yeah. yeah. So is it, has it been quite a big people. pricing increase? Is it the carbon case that's the reason behind it? Yeah. I, think, I yeah. think so. Yeah. So these are retailing at just under 4,000 US dollars. Right. Okay. But I think for Doxa, that's, that's a big, that's quite a big jump. Mm. Yeah. Because on what you, what you can normally get for the regular sub 300 or the 200, yeah, it's a pretty big leap, and I don't know if people would make that leap because they could be like, "Well, I I could get the regular three hundred in the yeah. the steel case or the steel, yeah. steel case and be like, well, this is fine." You know, I wonder just like who they're who they're trying to compete with. Um, you know, is it you know Oris and then next jump up is kind of you know, maybe not Judah, but mm. it seems when you think like yeah. previously they were kind of along the same same as Oris but maybe not as well known I don't know maybe not as well made depends and most they're probably around about the same but yeah then it's quite a big jump up yeah I like what they what they did I think it's a a, I think it's a cool design for for just the look of the of the carbon case and everything yeah but like I said I feel like a lot of people might not jump for it right away be like well I could just get the regular 300 or the 200 yeah and I'll be okay with it just looking at the 200s, their pricing on there was sub 1,000 US dollars. And I understand, obviously, it's the collection before that. But to go from less than 1,000 to almost 4,000 right. is a massive, massive leap. And carbon itself, like on bigger, bigger pieces, is very expensive. But you're talking tiny little watches here. Mm. Um, I know... I know I talk about them quite a lot, but Zelos do a carbon range as well. Yeah. And they are, I think, around $500, dollars oh, wow. So they've managed yeah. to do carbon for, you know, a fraction of the cost. Yeah. It's yeah. just a bit, bit of a jump. Much. Yeah, I think that's that's something mm. that, like, that gravitates people towards stocks is they're not over the top out of your range necessarily they're they're pretty affordable what you're getting how they're made everything in them uh so 
I, I wonder what they their reasoning behind it. Like, oh yeah, let's make it almost four thousand um, dollars. I'm not sure. Do you think it's because it, news came out this week that they've now being stocked in watches in Switzerland? Um, so maybe in their head they're like, okay, you know, we, we've arrived. We're we're you know going to be <laughs> all over the place. Um, but I, yeah, I wonder kind of what they would fit against in watches of Switzerland. Um, mm. but I think like in in Glasgow, Simon Porter, Porter and Son. Porter and Sun, Sun, Porter and Sun, stock them, and and they've got you know they've got the slightly weird and wonderful in there, and I think Doxa fits well within their range, but I don't know. Yeah, just imagining like a, a watch the Switzerland store, and yeah, what it would sit next to. Um, yeah, yeah. very strange. Yeah. I mean, they look yeah. great, but yeah, 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 yeah. really cool. Um, also, um, I know it's infuriated my other half. Um, rubber strap for this for these watches two hundred and fifty dollars for a for a rubber strap to go on it. It's, yeah. it's rubber, like it. Oh, they're so that's, they're that's so cheap to yeah. make. Yeah, yeah. The, my my doxa, um, the same thing is yeah, no. two hundred fifty dollars. Whereas you can get any rubber strap. Really, they work well on anything. You don't necessarily need to get the dock just because it says docks in the back. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah. But that is a lot. Yeah. That is a lot. Yeah. So. I'm with you, Sarah. Yeah. Vintage vintage doxes all the way. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Do you see many of them sort of come up in, in sort of the auctions? No. 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 I, I've only dealt with I think one. Um and that was that the one that had the brilliant story with it. Um but and I kind of got, got all caught up in it and it, you know, it didn't sell the first time. And I just, I thought, well, I haven't overpriced it. And that was kind of frustrating. Now I feel like I should have bought it. Um, I mean, it did sell on the second try, but um, that was the chap that I talked about on the podcast. And he'd, he'd worn it for diving, he'd worn it for his work. And that was like, it, it just had the best kind of backstory with it. But no, you don't, you don't see them. And that, that's an interesting point. I really thought about that. You know, you don't, um, but they're just so cool. They're just, I just don't feel like they're trying hard and yet they're just different looking without being weird. Um, and they've got just such a long history with them. Yeah. And they were there right at the start of diving watches, you know, like what's not to like. So, yeah. 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 No, they're very cool. Very cool. Mm. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd be up for owning one for sure. Yeah. 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 Maybe we'll not put it in our, in our group share um, thing, <laughs> group buy. <laughs> yeah, add that's, 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 that's on the list. <laughs> um, actually, I'll just touch on this very quickly. I do want to um, crack on with uh, Sarah. But um, yeah, uh, Brightling have done this uh, subscription service. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, I will just very quickly screen share it. Um, whereby you pay for a yearly fee. So Brightling Select. And um, you choose three watches. Um, so you choose your first one. You can wear it for one month, uh, minimum one month, maximum six months. Um, and then you can choose another uh, two, one or two for the, for the year. And at the end of the year, you can get a discount off of a watch. So I think it's quite a interesting a really concept. Cool concept. It's yeah. Yeah. It's certainly one I've thought of before, but I've never... I've never seen anyone do it, and I've always thought there must be a reason why people haven't done it. But um, yep. yeah, yeah, it says, it says like from a select um, 
number of watches so maybe it's like new old stock or something like that or all the weird and wonderful ones <laughs> um, yeah it's a good way of, of trying watches because i know especially with us not being able to actually get out into um into re- ad's and and retailers now i think that's a really good concept yeah yeah, yeah i'd be i think yeah i might keep an eye on it and just sort of see yeah how they market it and mm-hmm. what happens with stuff like that. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Okay, right. I'm itching to um, ask her questions. So, <laughs> um, for anyone that hasn't heard the Scottish Watches podcast, can you give us a little rundown about uh, who you are, what you do, what you love? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I work for Lion and Turnbull, and I'm their head of watches. And um, we sell all types of watches from kind of brand new to vintage pocket watches as well um and yeah i've been there for uh six months now i was doing the same job in another auction house um for nearly 10 years but there mostly i was focusing on jewelry at the beginning that's where i started my career and then obviously everything happened that's happened with watches and it became far more exciting so yeah that's what i spend my time doing and um yeah love it it's brilliant um i like Obviously, as I've said, vintage things. I do keep an eye on um, new watches, but it's just vintage always pulls me in with the stories. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's me. Oh, yeah. And um, what's like? What's the process sort of from from the beginning, like customer coming in through to all the checks, and then eventually going sort of into the auction? So at the moment, with lockdown, most of the inquiries are sort of by email and they'll send me a couple of photographs and tell me what they have boxes and papers and everything and I'll give them a valuation and then um, kind of restrictions allowing we can sort of uplift from them contact free or we can get it delivered and then I'll look at it check it over open it if I can check everything's all okay and then um, catalogue it um, and I write a condition report as well which is kind of self-explanatory but obviously if you can't handle a watch you need to know um what condition it's in so if it's scratched or if it's mostly obviously working that kind of thing um and then it all goes online and then the auction takes place and hopefully then the item sells but um i think the good thing about watches that it makes it a little bit easier is i can value them without seeing them because they're within reason they're usually multiples whereas something like jewelry you really have to see it um mm. so that that is helpful yeah. when people are allowed to come into the office I can still be quite accurate for them. Yeah. Um, so, and when things kind of hopefully go back to normal, um, we have valuation days where people can come in and they'll just bring whatever they've got with them. Um, and that's quite good because people like to see you and they like to be encouraged by meeting you and seeing how interested you are. And um, a lot of older clients that aren't really keen on the sort of impersonal remote email thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're looking forward to going back to normal. So. Oh, that's amazing. And where do you like go to get um sort of values from? Do you have kind of just a catalogue or is it off the top of your head or is it Google? Or... <laughs> <laughs> um, so we generally look for auction precedent. Um, and so you can check obviously your own database or there's a website called thesaleroom.com and they host most sort of UK auctions and, and abroad. They host the sales, so they like they run them. And okay. they have a massive 
catalogue of sold prices. But more and more I'm finding that like I can't find a precedent there just because it might be a rarer thing or it might be a newer kind of watch. And I'll go to kind of one of the retailers like Chrono 24 mm-hmm. and I'll work back from their price. Because um, yeah. when you've got a hammer price, so the price that the gavel goes down at, you've then got your buyer's premium on top of that, which is about sort of 24% plus VAT. So you've got to think it's about a third. Um, and so you have to make sure that working forwards, there's like a gap of maybe 30% between that and retail. It doesn't always work, but if you don't if you don't know yourself from experience and you can't find an option price, I find that that's a useful kind of um, way to do it. I'm so grateful for the internet. Um, you know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how people did my job before. Um, yeah. it, it's difficult. But I think the great thing is if you get the price wrong and it's too low, it doesn't matter. It will always make it full potential. There's just literally millions of people, you know, looking. And so it's, it, it, it's reassuring that way. Um, and then you've at the other end, you've got a reserve. So you're never going to sell it for too little. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, so you when, actually, um, oh, go on, Sam. Okay, I was just going to ask when everything, you know, shut down and everything, and you kind of touched on it, how you guys kind of moved to everything online. Was that a huge jump, or was it just kind of a easy transition to reach out to these people or just over email or whatever? I think in terms of getting things in, people were definitely cautious at first, so that did slow down a bit. Um, so vendors were maybe a bit hesitant because I think everyone at first thought well, who's going to buy anything if they can't see it and, mm-hmm. and no one's going to have any money and um, and it has been hard for a lot of people but a lot of people have um, a bit more money and a lot of people maybe have their finances haven't changed and mm-hmm. the online bidding there's like four or five platforms and Lion uh, and Tumble just put all their energy and time into making sure they could run those um, and have them working effectively and so the transition from having a room full of people to just having people online was really smooth okay. um, and uh, it, it didn't stop people I mean the the kind of the prices and just the we call it like the sale rate so the amount of things that did actually sell I mean that's just increased hugely yeah. more than you would have projected for a normal year so I think everybody together has just made that transition and that that's just it's been excellent you know yeah. um, P- people that are working from home and like, i'm just gonna log on and yeah that's nice though that's yeah. that's really a positive it's, yeah, yeah i think it's yeah. saved a lot of businesses the ones that could make the transition have done really really well mm. yeah um, definitely that was yeah. something that i did think about when everything shut down i was like well how are these these little businesses or even big businesses how are they going to survive and especially with people not working, do they have those means to buy? Yeah. Uh, but I, like you said, some people just weren't as affected as some and good for them. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's also okay. You had an auction, was it last week? Last yeah. Wednesday? Yeah. 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 How did it, yeah. how did it go? Tuesday, any, any... Sorry. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, I know it was really good. There was a lot of competition, a lot of different platforms. Um, there's one called Invaluable, and that's mostly US bidders. And um, there was a lot of competition from there as well. So I think we're still pulling in like new audiences. Um, definitely the vintage pieces did really well. Um, there was a couple of Art Deco things um, that just went way past um, 
their estimates. And I mean, obviously, these people are happy, happy to pay these prices. I mean, there's more than one of them, you know, yeah. competing to that point. Um, so no, it was great. And then there was a couple that sold just after the auction. So if, if things don't go first time, then people obviously get in touch. And um, so yeah, I think ninety percent like sale rate, which is a which is excellent. You, I mean, you would maybe expect seventy or eighty percent. So oh, it just crazy. shows you again just the, the size of the audience. Um, it is strange selling to an empty room. Um, that that was never <laughs> yeah. I suppose it's like a completely different atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, and now in your mind, if you've got a different platform, you're trying to imagine there were people standing there and keep the gesturing. If you're not gesturing at a person, that doesn't feel as it feel right. And then yeah. someone in my ear, and then more people in your ear. And but I've learned new skills, so. So, so you you you're um, even sort of pre um, COVID. You're you're in the room doing. Is there is there a name for it? The calling the. The auctioneering, just the auctioneering, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, the, the, the banter bit. <laughs> um, yeah. Ah, that's cool. Yeah, so yeah, it must be difficult, yeah, without without the people in the room. It is strange. I think we'll all find it really strange when people come back in because you can keep yeah. such a kind of tight rein on things. Um, and, uh, yeah, but it'll be nice. I think it kind of brings it to life a bit. And, yeah. and no one minds a wee bit heckling. That just kind of keeps it keeps it fresh. So. Yeah, I did have a, 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 a. Oh my god, I've got so many questions. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> um, just on that bit though. Um, uh, what like what makes the, the uh, going back to sort of the auctioneering, uh, you know, live auctioneering bit? What makes a good one? And is Oriel Oriel Bax? Is he like one of the best ones? <laughs> I like it's quite a subjective thing, but I think if you're if it's a if it's a special sale, you want someone like him that can make it a bit of a show. Mm. If it if it's an everyday thing and you're selling things that are sort of, you know, just kind of normal and people are there just to buy for the businesses, then I think drawing it out isn't good. But they're two, like, that's the two extremes. Um, I think the most important thing is to not look like you're bored. Because um, you've got a duty to the buyer and the seller, so... Um, you've got to always keep them happy and you don't want them watching and most of them do now watch online you don't want them to be like oh well she doesn't look like she liked that you know yeah. <laughs> anyone <laughs> no one nah. yeah, yeah would, would you would you ever get nervous when there's mm. just like a ton of silence and nobody's like <laughs> That's I, I would be that. That is the worst bit, I think, when especially when you've had something you're like, this is going to be great, there's going to be so much competition, and there's not. And so you haven't really gone through in your head how you're going to do it and what you're going to say. That's the other thing yeah. is you're being open and honest, but you don't really want people to think, am I going to be the only bidder here? Mm. Um, and that 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 is difficult, I think. Um, everything else is fine. I just say it's just, it, it's just like counting. And I do lose count, you know, every now and then, but if you can remember where you are, that's really... <laughs> over and over again as well um, and I always remember being told don't leave like silence don't leave silence so that's why auctioneers just keep repeating it and mm. stop you forgetting obviously as well but no I think when, when it's quiet and, and then you're trying to coax but again if you can't see anyone that doesn't feel it's hard um, yeah. natural yeah. but when it's Lots really busy that's yeah yeah I bet sure. that's, that's definitely how I feel like performing over zoom 
Uh, it's the most awkward, oh. not realistic thing ever because like you're waiting for that like energy and that yeah. feedback and you're not getting it. You're like, okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah. Bye. Any reactions? So I want to know whether people actually do that. 41, 45. Do people actually do that in real life? I, or is that just like, I've never seen home, homes under the hammer? Yeah. I've never seen that. I feel like that might be like more livestock and maybe like, what's that show with the storage lockers and things? Yeah, that, storage they wars. They were just making noises. No, I, I, I couldn't. I'd like to think I would manage that. I wouldn't be able to do that. I'm not sure what, yeah, I'm not sure what that accomplishes. But I know, I know here in America, they do that a lot for like car auctions and like, yeah, he said livestock and it's just like, why? What's the point? Someone's going to get it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, Was there anything, uh, I was going to sort of say the last auction, but then just in general, like maybe like one that got away or one that you'd have wanted to keep yourself or, Mm -hmm. you know. I bet you've seen loads that come through and you just think, why can't I keep that? Yeah. <laughs> it, it makes you really, really picky. I would say that I noticed that first with jewellery because like women would come in and be like, oh, you must spend all your wages. And I'd say like, no, because it, you just filter through it naturally. I think yeah. retrospectively more with watches, um, just thinking 10 years ago and thinking, we will rent in this, this big growth thing. And I hadn't, hadn't started then and I just think the things I must not even have known about that I would have missed it now just the opportunity I mean like a Daytona not that I would have had the money for that 10 years ago but it wouldn't have been where it is now yeah (laughs) and things and I was looking at auction records and things like I mean the Comex you know this Submariner with um Comex the diving company on the dial you could pick them up for a few thousand pounds and I mean that's just Mm. that just seems insane crazy and that's mm-hmm. i feel like a wee old lady but like oh my day you know yeah i think the, the few that i talked about on the podcast definitely like there was that docs and the tudor um monster yeah. like the home plate that i would go back and but then i, I at the moment i don't have twenty thousand pounds so therefore yeah. <laughs> a few years ago i didn't either but it's all the vintage ones with a story i think um, and they're all men's watches as well um, it, there's just that narrative that unfortunately hasn't been there with women's watches yet. I don't mm. think so much. Um, so, yeah, loads of them. But the Tudor, I think, definitely. And the, the vendor was so nice. I mean, there was oh. just that really personal touch. And he was so, like, excited and he couldn't believe it. And he, I phoned him and he was like, you knew that was going to happen. And I was like, well, I thought it might, but I couldn't find one that <laughs> really tell you. Um, yeah. I go with that, and they did make it again, and because I, I'm sure I saw one in a jeweler's window that they'd reissued a couple of years ago. But then, clean and crisp, and everything that I, it doesn't, it doesn't have that. There's no romance to that. Yeah, I think it's a, a good thing though <laughs> of, of not having that impulse to buy everything. I think you just appreciate mm. those those pieces more, and yeah. like you said, they they just hold on to you in the back of your head. They don't they don't leave. Yeah. They help you learn, I think, because when you get a wee bit obsessed, you, you just dive right in and then, you know, you, you can't help but take it in. Yeah. Um, no, definitely. 
yeah. That's I, I find that there's sort of speaking to a friend the other day and um he's actually got access to loads of um old um auction catalogues um so he's just sort of been sitting reading those it's amazing um and yeah so he can sit and read and take in the information and i really struggle to do that but where i've dealt with customers or maybe it's a problematic watch or it's a nice customer when it's got a story attached to it then i kind of retain the information um, that's so true more. actually yeah no it's yeah, not like yeah. studying if, if you're not living through the experience of it it's just it's just words on a page isn't it so yeah um, and you kind of feel that you do own them especially if you get to auctioneer as well because you you, you meet the person that owns it, you catalogue it, you open it, you do a condition report, you take pictures of it, and then you sell it. It kind of feels like you've fostered it for a while. Yeah, yeah you've yeah. sort of taken yeah. that journey along it yeah. and you've got to know the watch as well yeah. as, you know, the yeah. person selling it and what it's been through, I suppose. Yeah, takes mm -hmm. the edge yeah. off not being able to own it. Yeah. Do you think, um, let's see, there's a lot of, um, mentioned in the podcast a little bit earlier as well, um, a lot of watches with stories um, attached to it and celebrities, you know, and that's what, um, you know, increases in value. Do, do you think there is going to be, I'm kind of a little bit hopeful, but more women's watches that you can kind of sell the story on, maybe more women collectors getting interested mm -hmm. and we can kind of, yeah. I, I, I think definitely there's, like, you feel that you're at the, beginnings of something i mean there, there's a lot of um, great female you know watch journalists and their their commentary covers both men's and women's watches and i think that that's really important um in in terms of like the watches that are going to have big stories i think i don't it's all about the personalities that go with them and mm -hmm. i feel that because traditionally the men were the ones doing the car racing so therefore they had the watches like it, there needs to be a story in which the watch is like a, an integral part and yeah. for women it's hard to say what and maybe yeah. i'm being like ignorant yeah. but I'm, I'm i'm not sure about the activities yeah yeah, um, yeah not so much i think maybe there's not enough of us that are talking about them enough and and you know in out with the watch world i mean yeah, to, to give them the yeah. story. Yeah. yeah, and sharing that story so people yeah. know what, what it means to them. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. yeah. I do think, and unfortunately, they... like men are sort of doing things sooner than <laughs> women. Yeah. Yeah. Or, they, they, or at least they, previous, they... previously have done, you know. Or, first. or, or that maybe the watches first were made for them to be able to do that. So yeah. the, the, the pilot's watches were made for them to fly planes, the racing watches, yeah. whereas women's watches were jewellery, so it's not that they used it as a yeah. full watch yeah. as such. So it wasn't... And it, I suppose in a way that yeah. jewellery would be less accessible to men, so watches were their jewellery, if that makes sense. But women, mm, yeah. so, I mean, it's not necessarily a negative thing, I guess, then. Um, but, yeah, maybe more famous women shouting about wearing their watches. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. We're going to go digging for these stories, digging for these watches. We're going to find the next 70, is it 17 million um, for the, um, uh, for Paul, in the Daytona morning. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to go find, find that. I know. Yeah. But that's that story again, isn't it? Though that's, that was about him and that watch. That was all just so perfect. You know, that particular mm -hmm. one being named after him and then the one that, I mean, that's what you need. So we just, maybe in like 20 years' time, we'll have it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think it's like someone like I don't know, Beyonce was into it, you know, had yeah. a watch. Um mm -hmm. like and she loved she loved them and she maybe had a watch 
made for her that would literally just send watches for females into the you know stratosphere well just yeah i think just showing that more of an interest other than like if they're endorsed by them Mm -hmm. like lady gaga has her endorsement with tudor yeah Yeah. she wears it but it's kind of because she is part of you know the endorsements yeah. not like she's like yeah. i love watches this is why i do it it's it's very it's a very different outlet yeah i think as well as a show, if, if you were going to sort of give someone a watch or jewelry to wear at an event it would probably be covered in diamonds and things like that for a woman to match her dress and so there's yeah. the exposure for the watch on a woman but it, it it's not in the context that they're going to reach enough people whereas a man might wear a sports watch on the red carpet and that would be fine and people can relate to that i just don't think there's enough of a connection between maybe famous women and their nice watches and normal people so uh, maybe that's something as well Um, and i think there is the assumption that women like everyone always says that you're going to want diamonds on it aren't you um i was like well not really (laughs) yeah yeah even even if you did wear it on on a red carpet it just, i don't think it necessarily needs to have diamonds i mean it's it's on your personality depending on what your style is but i think any watch could just look as elegant without diamonds and yeah. that, w- that would give more of an outlet and reach to other people to get into that mm. yeah. yeah yeah definitely yeah. Oh, did you not see, to... sorry i was gonna say did you not see your was a reverse or was your red carpet watch did you not say that <laughs> He did. <laughs> yeah, done the research, people. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe we need to get the like celebrities to get the vintage watches. So it's kind of then like so they take the vintage watch, they wear it now, and then it, it kind of passes on the story. Maybe yeah, yeah. that would be great. Yeah, definitely record that. Yeah, um, I was also like so um, obviously the Rolexes, the Pateks always do really well um independence are sort of up and coming fp Jones are kind of shooting up really high is there anything that you can kind of say next big thing you know keep an eye out get in there early <laughs> i don't know um most of the independence yes but i mean i just i'm not lucky enough to, have, to see a, a steady stream of those mm. um i think that the buyers of those selling them within a few years of them being manufactured. I don't know, maybe that's a deliberate thing. And those, they don't in general necessarily live up here. Um, although mm-hmm. we do get watches from all over the UK coming to us. Um, I was asked um, by someone that was doing like an interview recently, you know, is there anything that is affordable that might not be at some point? And um, I, I can't see it not ever being like kind of, completely unaffordable but I think that Seiko I mean I can't believe what you can pick up I mean I have to I would have to turn the majority of those away um and I just like gosh where could you get like an automatic steel watch that's you know 30 40 years old for like 40 or 50 pounds I mean that's just Mm. that just seems silly and I don't think they're ever going to be thousands of pounds but um it just seems like a no-brainer to me that you would you would look at those for sure yeah. Um, I think Cartier, uh, uh, there was a lot of kind of, well, they don't, they're more jewellery or they just have quartz movements, but now they really, they stand out and they stand above and I think they stand with kind of fine watches. I see yeah. the prices of them 
point oh, that's, yeah that was the yeah sort of second half to my question is that i've got yeah maybe a link, <laughs> yeah. link on card yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's less there's less um people don't have so much of an issue with it and i think there's been a lot of academic kind of writing about it as well that like helps the connoisseurs feel okay about it and um yeah. i mean they I, it, people hate the word classic but i mean just every single model is a classic and it is and it, it like them or, or not and um we've got one that i just i I took in yesterday and it's one of the oh, Benoir, ben, Benoir, uh, yeah. Along Day. So it's like, really, yeah. it's like, yeah. it's crazy and it goes round your wrist. And like, until you put it on, it doesn't make sense. But once it's on, it's just, it's, that's, that's what they're so good at. So, yeah. and I would even say the Mustacartier, you know, like the silver gilt affordable, like entry level ones, they're not, they're now three, four hundred pounds starting price. And a few years weren't anywhere near that. So, um, I would say if you like Cartier, you would buy now rather than waiting. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. That's a, yeah. yeah. Although it's sort of like trying to ask her, you know, those watches that she probably had access to 10 years ago that she didn't think to actually pick up. That's sort of like asking her to guess now what those watches yeah. would be tell us now in 10 years time <laughs> get like your crystal ball out and uh, yeah and hope and guess yeah. it's funny though because obviously i've been grew up surrounded by antiques and everybody they'll always be like oh if only i could go back and buy this and, and i said well what is completely unpopular at the moment is like dark heavy furniture and I'm just like give it a few years and everyone's gonna be like oh my goodness if only yeah so it's just a kind of a big cycle but I think that's easier because everyone has furniture and everyone had furniture so it's easier to look at that um so yeah no we'll be looking back at 10 years on this and be like oh why wasn't I talking about this other brand yeah sure. yep <laughs> and you guys yeah. um you guys cover everything from swords to um, yep. pearl necklaces to cat sculptures. So <laughs> don't mention it. <laughs> you guys cover a good variety there. I think, Lucy, all of those on your like Christmas wish list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's um there's like a department for most only if they're Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah no it's it's great and like I don't get to go to the sale room that much because obviously I'm near Glasgow and it's in Edinburgh but when I do there's usually a sale either on display or getting moved about and you never know what you're going to see or you never know where, it, where it's going to have come from or uh, no it's fascinating um it, it's uh yeah it's great just browsing it is fun I think yeah. and like see like from swords to just uh, yeah so many weird things and paintings and oh there was a Charles Rennie Macintosh piece of piece of um, furniture and it sold for like two hundred and fifty thousand pounds. I told my kids they were like, "What? That's ridiculous!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people just go, yeah, go mad for it. But yeah, have you, have you had any sort of I don't know if say, but like ones that have gone wrong? <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's come back at you, and someone sort of said, "Oh, it's not." You know, this isn't working. I mean, well, that's, yeah. That's sort of the other half of the question is, it's sold or seen, isn't it? So, you know, if it's, if it's not working, it's yeah. not. There's no warranty. Is there any it sort anything. of insurance behind it? Mm. I guess. Yeah, it is. It's, that would have been mine. Yeah, I mean, I think that that worries a lot of people, and that that's a total normal concern because as an auction house, obviously we're um, we're acting as 
like we're like we're selling on behalf of someone essentially so we can't really offer any guarantees um, beyond that point so in a condition report it will say working at the time of report so mm. it just means you know I've wound it up I've sat it there I've looked at it and I've, I've you know I've set the hands and I've looked at it all and because beyond that point who knows it, it they're so like you said sometimes if you leave a watch sitting it, it, it just, they don't like it yeah. Um, yeah. and so yeah. it's just about being as thorough as possible and talk about every nick and scratch and the thing is as well as I said before just be humble everybody makes mistakes and yeah. every week I'll be shown a watch that I've never seen before and it just it, ha it happens all the time and I think how have I not seen this and mm -hmm. I'll struggle to find the name of it and then the prices for it and like it's it, it's about knowing when to ask and knowing when to say do you know what I might be wrong about this or um, I just don't know enough about this and um, I always thought it was it was good that I got the job that I got initially um, and but I kind of had to teach myself I didn't have a mentor so I kind of got to be the boss of it all but I didn't have anyone I could ask and, and since yeah. then I've managed to get connections and people down south that I can ask about particular brands um, so I just yeah I just being humble and just asking and that really it's 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 not any of these issues happening and making sure as well that people know about a condition report because it's mm -hmm. a shame it's not their fault if they've not bought an auction why would they why would they know that we can yeah. sell something that doesn't work I mean I I wouldn't have known I just happened to to do that as a job so yeah yeah, yeah. that's something that I think is a good aspect of a job any mm -hmm. any job is to keep learning no, and yeah. not and not act like you know everything. No, yeah. And like you said, and, and like you said, if something's wrong, own up to it. I yeah, yeah. I'm learning just like you are. So, yeah, that's that's definitely a good aspect. I love. No, yeah, true. yeah. All right. Should we do some questions now? <gasps> Speed round. You got some quick. You got some quick fire ones. Uh, is, we'll we'll tackle maybe a couple of Instagram ones first. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot Very about those. Quickly. Yeah, maybe. And if anyone so, in the chat as well wants to ask any questions, I'll keep an eye on I'll um, pop them in as well. See if we've, um, see if we've got, got a bit of time. Um, but <laughs> Natural much. Escapement has asked, uh, most interesting piece you've auctioned, piece itself and the backstory. Um, I think you probably covered that on the podcast. Um, I'll get the show notes for which show notes. <laughs> um <laughs> from um which which episode it is and i'll pop that in um on the instagram or on the this here okay. um so keep an eye on that and go and listen to the podcast um <laughs> and then dw chambers has asked um best watch for a young uni professor oh so mm. 30 years old okay wow i'm impressed you've made it um, <laughs> I, I'm repeating myself, but one of the better Seikos, one of the automatic ones, the more complicated ones for sure. Um, I, I've never seen one in person, but you know, like, they're, are they called Bulkhead? Um, they are just so trendy looking. Um, and if you're 13 and a professor, I mean, I don't know what else you would want. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Budget-wise, it's difficult though. But I think if you're that age, I don't know. That kind of era makes makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. um, there's just so many vintage things under five hundred pounds if you've got the time to look. Um, yeah. But 
Oh, I just think you could pick up an entire watch box full and then choose, um, and you wouldn't be that much worse off. Yeah. yeah. I like that idea. Uh, and then AS Marcia asked, are payment plans within auctions a thing? Do you know they're not? And I, the reason that I think that is is because that we have to pay the vendor. So we need that payment from the buyer to be clear, like cleared rather, and then we can give it to the person that used to own it. Um, I just don't think that's why. But I mean, I've got my own self. I could afford that if I could split that across, but you can't, unfortunately. Mm. But it's maybe something that will happen with the online side of things. Um, you know, I've obviously got a lot of companies that do that, don't they let you split the payment? Um, but not right now, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Makes sense. Yeah, we like, yeah, get get a protect 250,000 over the next yeah. 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. There'd be so many, I'd be in so much debt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Safe enough, too, I think. Yeah. Um, and very, very last one. Um, Time to Loon asked, how have you found joining Instagram and the watch fam? Mm. And has it helped you want any new watches? So you weren't, actually, you weren't actually on Instagram before we did yeah. the podcast together. And I was like, I'll hook you up. It's fine. Yeah. We'll get you on Instagram. <laughs> so guys, go check her out now. Yeah. It's been really good fun because I was, I was really reluctant because I thought, am I just putting up these photos and looking for approval and I was like well I don't I like these watches I don't really need someone to tell me that and what if what I get like five likes and I thought am I too old for this as well like is this not the, like the young kids doing this um but it's been great fun and I, I, I keep saying this but there is a community and everybody is so nice I have never experienced that in any like, activity or job or anything like where everyone is nice everyone is complimentary um it, it, it's just it's strange and 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 lovely and I've seen yeah. so many so many things that I had never seen before um and from all over the place there's people in Norway and obviously people in the UK and and it's almost nice that you don't realize that at first because you don't know who you're talking to and mm -hmm. oh, it's been great and no, it's really no it's good fun yeah yeah, that's how I felt too. Yeah, getting my Instagram. I don't know yeah. if it's just because I'm an American and I think I'm in an American bubble and this is all there is. But I remember, to, I forget who I first talked to, but they were like, yeah, I live in England. I was like, what? How did you find me? Yeah, yeah. How did this work? <laughs> what does this work? You're on the other side. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, yeah, Instagram, I was saying to someone um, yesterday, like I find Facebook quite... Um, bit whingy and a bit negative uh where i think instagram is usually quite, yes. quite yeah, quite, quite yeah. there's like a different breed on facebook i don't understand <laughs> they're just like trolls <laughs> no. yeah too many, too many opinions but yeah i think it's yeah. Um, a lot friendly. I, I just can't imagine anyone trolling someone about watches i mean what would what would they say it's so, strange there oh, are a few out there so but not many thankfully yeah, yeah. people will be like that looks yeah that's too big for you or whatever whatever it is they just have something negative to say yeah and also don't feel that people are showing off but like and that's a really strange thing to say it's a really sort of quiet way of doing it feel that people are just like oh by the way i'm wearing this today mm -hmm. and that's yeah. nice and i also don't feel the pressure that it has to be like a perfect photo because i've just got an ancient iphone like you know yeah. it's oh sorry i see it's bullhead not 
Well, it is bullhead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen one in person. As we were saying, if you haven't seen it in person, it's hard to learn about it. So that's basically. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Really, really there. Um, yeah. Alistair Rooney says, uh, Protect versus Richard Smith. <laughs> Who's Richard Smith? Yeah. Is he? Is he attractive? Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, that Richard Mill? Richard Mill, maybe. I mean, I mean okay, even okay. even out of the two of those, it would be Patek. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, for one of those. But, um, yeah. If anyone else has got any last-minute questions, then pop them in. Shall we do a quick yeah. fire round? Come on, Sam. Yes. I only I only wrote down these together. Three. Three. Okay. So have okay. you got any? Have you got I some? Do. You do. Okay, right. So, Are you ready, um, Sarah? Okay, yeah, so well, it's just, it's just going to be like ready. a quick, just to find out more about you. Um, uh, would you rather be a really good singer or a really good dancer? Uh, a singer, yeah. Um, beach or mountain or city? Oh, I, if I could go to the beach in the morning... Mm. And then go to the city in the afternoon. But if you had to make me choose, I don't know. We just don't get any sun up here ever. So probably <laughs> yeah. come to come to California. That's what you can do. Yeah. Hit the beach in the afternoon and hit the city at night. It's great. I you get both. Always asking me when are we going to America? A little bit Let's different. I thought you might ask for the country actually in in that mix, but <laughs> yeah, I know there was one in there. Yeah. Um, okay, one last one. Would you rather fight um, one horse-sized duck or ten duck-sized horses? Oh my god! I'm trying to imagine this. Hold on, ten <laughs> duck-sized horses. So ten, ten horses size. <laughs> but they are horses. Yeah. Yeah. Ducks. Yeah. Um, I'd probably go for the horses. What? The ten. Yeah. The ten horses. <laughs> That's more of a kickable height. That's a lot of kicking. Well, I don't think a duck would be. There'd be no enjoyment factor there because it would be really intimidating. But the horses, even if they kept kicking you and biting you, then at least they would be kind of cute. Yeah. True. Yeah. (laughs) I like the thinking behind that. I was like, they're going to ask you about what. I would really like to see. (laughs) I would really like to see a horse sized duck waddling away, though. Yeah, be amazing, like, 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 all beaten up, like, oh, right, okay, fine. <laughs> uh, amazing. Okay, they're my three, they're my three, so feel free to go for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> better Go on, Sam. My, mine, are, mine are very, uh, very similar. Uh, favorite ice cream? Um, oh, the uh, raspberry ripple, the one with the swirl. Ooh, Ooh that's a good one. I yeah. like that. Good try. Um, favorite cartoon watching when you were growing up? Ooh. Oh my god! Do you know, it wasn't so many cartoons because it was CBBC or whatever it was called, like room covered. Now I'm going, my mind's gone completely blank. I like that weird thing that Sammy had, but that you won't know what that is. I don't think, but it was, it wasn't a cartoon, but it was or five children in it. So I don't even know why I'm talking about it, but like that kind of thing I loved when I was wee. Not much. Quite terrifying, but you know. <laughs> and then oh, my I last one. Sorry, oh. I, was say, I like My Little Pony, but like that when I was wee, but the original one. Oh, okay. <laughs> the OG, obviously. Yeah. 
And then my last one was uh, three items you would take to a, a deserted island. Could be watches, whatever, you know, anything. Just three things. I don't think I would. I mean, how can I say I wouldn't take a watch? But I kind of feel like you could what really you <laughs> food and water and a watch. There we go. There you go. You can start a fire, can't you? If you get the the light on your watch crystal. Oh, for signaling, yes. Yes, good watch. It wouldn't need to work because I was on a desert island. So, yeah. Yes, there you go. Good choices. Good choices. (laughs) (laughs) One of those really ugly, like, do everything, go up Everest watches, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose you're meant to say really, like, sentimental things, are you not? Like, my favourite book and, like, I don't know what else. My favourite wine glass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ever taking a case of wine. (laughs) Ever filling up an everlasting wine bottle. (laughs) 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 These are magic things now. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Um, I was was along the same lines as Sam with food. Uh, What's your favourite chocolate bar? Because I feel this says a lot about a person. This is such a coincidence because I don't actually eat like that much chocolate, but my neighbour, I don't, she had extra chocolate and she gave me this Milka. Have you heard of Milka? Like it's a purple packet and it had hazelnuts in it. Oh my goodness. I can't, I can see a rep. Oh, it's amazing. It's such good chocolate. (laughs) There's there's a Milka Oreo as well that I can literally devour. Like, you guys are going to have to send okay. me some because I have never heard of this. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah I, I don't know whether it used to be a bit more of a foreign thing because I always remember going to my nana's who is Bosnia, who was Bosnian, and that's the only time I would ever have any. Yeah, yeah I feel like you would see them at the airport. Yeah, oh. like when you leave airports. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, would you rather have a mullet or be bald? Oh, a mullet. I was like, what's a mullet? Mullet. A mullet. A mullet. I think I'm going to rock the mullet. I've got enough that I could, you know, I could. So you could rock the bowl? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Fair enough. Um, Would you rather have a head the size of a watermelon? Or the size of a tennis ball. Oh. Right. Uh, watermelon. Yeah, like I feel like my head probably is like. But but <laughs> do you guys have those like little baby watermelons? You've seen them. They're a little bit smaller. Um, Not like a huge one. No, I think in, um, a dirty dancing. Like I carried a watermelon. Like. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like maybe that's actually what the question is. <laughs> so you've got watermelon, like all brain. Pure brain. <laughs> um, and an additional one. Do you play any musical instruments? Oh, I, I used to play the violin when I was wee, but like I would cut my nails and I still have long nails. And uh, we had this really like old fashioned music teacher and he used to just shout at me like every week that it wasn't a fashion show, it was like music. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Um, and I, I don't think I was a natural at it either. Um, so it was a bit of a screechy cat noise, but I did play it for like maybe four years but I remember being an orchestra and pretending to play like because I didn't ever practice so I'd like hover the bow above the strings <laughs> um, I, like I should get my kids to start playing an instrument but like oh, yeah just got to stick out these things which obviously I didn't so. yeah true 
I feel like that says says a lot about you and um I like it I like yeah. it very much yeah ah uh, yeah <laughs> I think that's yeah. it I think that's that's our show yeah yeah we're all um, but time just flies by every week I say that don't I like, don't know where it goes it really really does yeah so Sarah how can people get in touch with you so there's the Lion and Turnbull um watches instagram which is at lion and turnbull watches and you can email me or you can contact me through lionandturnbull.com and my own personal watch instagram is at her watches she has a fantastic collection of beautiful mm. little vintage pieces really beautiful so, yeah thank you and um, when's the next auction because i guess it's it takes a while if you just have one it takes a while to yeah. then build up first yep. for the next one yeah, so the next one in Edinburgh is on the 2nd of June. And then on the 1st of July, we're in London. So I actually get to come in. Nice. Yes. Okay, all right. I put it in the diary. Yep. <laughs> we're taking you out. <laughs> Here, yeah. I'm just sat there thinking, are we going to be allowed out by the 1st of July? Because I could oh, totally oh. go for a trip. Yeah. Oh, I could go for it. a pre-birthday trip to London. Yeah. Okay, mm. oh, right, we're, we're on it, we're doing it. It's going to be yeah. really tough. <laughs> we've, we've now just crashed your auction party. It's inviting. I'm meant to be working. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to fly over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Okay, so we've got a little bit of time to, yeah, um, we'll put in our like our wish list and if you if you come across anything, and Sarah, let us know and we'll keep an eye out. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah. If you have anything to sell, get in touch with her as well. Or if you, yeah. you know, have want to get any information as well, I know she's a uh, she's good at that. So get in touch with her. Awesome, guys. Thank you. Right. Okay. Should we should we give a little wave goodbye and I'll click the button? Yeah. So, yes. And um, I guess with the usual, um, follow at Scottish Watches, follow time of the week, like, subscribe. We need to try and remember to do that at the beginning or like halfway through. <laughs> yeah, we always forget. Um, yeah. <laughs> like subscribe comment tell us what you think um all the nice stuff please and <laughs> um big, big thank you yeah. to sarah for, for yeah thank you thank you for having me it was great fun yeah yeah all right okay if you give a little wave and then i'll let you know when you can stop <laughs> <laughs>